Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. I'm Sarah, founder of the Sisters Enchanted, and today I am bringing you a solo episode. That's right. I've done a few of these before, but they're usually really short uh, and part of a series. So this is the first time that I'm actually doing a whole solo episode for you. Uh, So um, your, I apologize in advance. (laughs) Just kidding. It's going to be great. All right. On today's episode, we are talking about the Cancer New Moon. Now, if you stay through this whole episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the Cancer New Moon. I'm going to talk through a tarot spread that we have for you, let you know some updates here at the Sisters Enchanted, and I am going to pull a card, a tarot card, for each of the houses in the natal chart. So what we're going to talk about is where Cancer is in your birth chart, uh, and pull a card and kind of give you maybe something to think about at this Cancer New Moon. All right, if you're new here to the Sisters Enchanted, we have been bringing magic online to the masses since since 2016 to well over 100,000 people. And this podcast is just one of the ways that we do that. Uh, Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we have some very talented astrologers who teach in our astrology program And I have had the honor of of learning from them over the years. And something that I love about working with the moon, whether it's the new moon or the full moon or any moon phase in between, is that we have an opportunity to look at ourselves, do some shadow work, some personal growth using tools like astrology, and also work on creating the life that we want to create. Now, right now, we are just welcoming in a whole bunch of new students into our Holistic Witchery program. So welcome to all of you who have joined us and everybody who's returning uh, to kick off fresh with us this week as we dive back into Holistic Witchery. And the first thing we learn about in that program is intention setting and doing that through the moon. Now, the moon is, it's really your, it's your inner self. It's your, you You at your subconscious level, it is the knowing that you don't know you know. (laughs) The moon in astrology, it can represent nurturing, also um, the mother figure or whoever that nurturing person is in your life. And if you're listening to this and you're a person who is a identifies as as female or sort of that more nurturing person in your life, the, the new moon, it's an amazing time to really step back and ask ourselves, what are we doing to live intentionally? And how is how are we nurturing ourselves through the decisions that we're making by living intentionally or not living intentionally? And that's what we can do throughout an entire moon cycle, but in particular at the new moon. Now, this new moon for this cycle here, July 2021, is in Cancer, the new moon is always going to be in the same sign that the sun is currently in. This is cancer season. Um, And what we want to look at whenever you're reading forecasts around moon phases, new moons, full moons, 
whatever to expect or whatever to do, the forecasts that you're looking at are generalizations. And don't get me wrong. We love a good forecast. We put one out every Friday, an astrology forecast. So if you've not checked that out, be sure to keep your eyes um, peeled for that or listen out for it. But we also love to remind people that really what is happening in the sky is impacting each of us on an extremely unique level because each of us have a different birth chart. So let's talk a little bit about the sign of cancer. The sign of cancer is one that is near and dear to me. I'm a cancer rising, um, astrologically speaking. My daughter, she is a cancer sun. Uh, and I have several <laughs> Cancer Sun relatives. So I love exploring this season. And it wasn't until I started learning astrology, actually, that I realized probably why I love this season so much. And for me, it's that Cancer rising. So Cancer, the moon is at home in Cancer. The moon loves Cancer. When we talk about the planets in the sky, each of them have a place that they love and a place that they don't love so much. And the moon loves Cancer cancer. So this with the sun being in cancer, the moon being in cancer for this new moon, this like emotional aspect, this inner peace, it's really at home there. When we think about cancer, it's the sign of the crab and that crab carries its home on its back, right? Now my sister, Anna, one of our astrology teachers here, uh, she and co-founder of the Sisters Enchanted, she always thinks about cancer as a hermit crab. Now, the actual sign is just your your regular crab, right? I don't know. Is there a technical name for what kind of crab? I'm sure there's like all these crab names. I don't know. But Anna thinks of it as a hermit crab because hermit crabs, they will change shells. They'll out, they'll grow and they'll get a new shell, right? Where crabs whose shells grow with them, that's that's a different sort of crab. Oh my goodness, we need like a science expert on this episode to help us out with this because suddenly I'm realizing how little I actually know about crustaceans. <laughs> Something I never thought I would say ever. I know so little about crustaceans. But basically, the crab, it carries its home on its back, right? And the thing about that crab is that like a hermit crab, uh, when it's feeling put upon or it's feeling upset, it's feeling really emotional, it will retreat into its shell. But that crab can also pinch you if it feels like you need pinching. So we think of cancer as this nurturer. And that's the thing is that that that, that crab can nurture itself and do what it needs to do, whether that's retreat into its own home because it carries its home with it or can defend itself by pinching. The crab has lots of options, right? Uh, and it's able to nurture itself in that way. So in astrology also, uh, the sign of cancer is uh, rules over the fourth house in astrology, which is the house of home, families, and uh, the mother sort of figure as well. So that's all something to consider here when we're thinking about cancer. Now, some things you can do during this new moon as a generalization, and remember, I am going to go through the houses and pull a card for each one. So you can look at what what house cancer rules for you in your birth chart. Uh, and if you need help figuring that out, we do have a free Facebook group. It's called Expedition to Soul. You can join that group. And there is a prompting question that asks what free thing you're signed up for. But you could just say you heard about it on the podcast. They'll let you in. We'll let you in. <laughs> the trolls that guard the Facebook group will let you best go. Um, 
and we can help you out uh, over in there too. We're always, always here to help. So some things though, before we get into that, that you can consider doing as a generalization for anybody during cancer season One, consider your home space. Maybe do a home clearing spell or this is something that I love to do is is actually clean my house, but like the dusting, the stuff we don't do often. And as I go through it, um, just sort of talk to my home space and nurture it back to life. Like, thank you, living room, for providing this space for us to come together. Thank you, dining room table, for allowing the surface where we create and eat dinner and and share. Uh, and we sit and have tough discussions. Thank you for all of that. And go through and nurture my home space that I expect to nurture me. And you can make this a beautiful ritual at this Cancer New Moon. And if you have family members, include them in that activity as well if you live with other people or roommates. Cancer is a water sign. So it's an amazing time also to maybe do some water magic. Uh, and if you've, you, there's all these studies about how water can change on a molecular level when we talk to it, give it praise or say negative things to it, right? So doing some water magic for yourself, maybe taking a, a jar of water or a jar that you want to use. A mason jar is great for this. And let's be real, all us witchy folks love a good mason jar. <laughs> so taking some water, maybe creating a crystal grid around it or just using elements from your um, backyard. You can even create grids. I, people, I don't, I think don't think about this. You could draw something on a piece of paper, paper, on a piece of paper, put your jar in the middle of it and use that as a grid. You could use jewelry that you have, uh, just and, like photos from your home, pictures online, instead of making like a vision board, sort of circle them around your jar and charge them up, charge that water jar up at the new moon with the intention you want to carry for this lunar cycle. Maybe put some water in there and you drink a little bit each day or just charge up the jar and then fill it every day. Um, but, but do some water magic around uh, intentions and with the intention to nurture yourself with whatever that intention is. Intentions on top of intentions. <laughs> um, and then another thing that you can do, uh, thinking back about this idea of home, family, the fourth house in astrology, which is associated with cancer, is really security. You think about it, that nurturing figure in your life. When I say mother, it doesn't have to be your mother. Whoever is that nurturing figure for you, that could be a, a great aunt. It could be a neighbor. It could be a sibling, whoever that is for you. Um, when we look at at that, Asking yourself, how secure do you feel in your body? How secure do you feel? Think of that crab, right? Who carries their, carries their shell, their home with them. How secure do you feel in and of yourself? And looking at your home, your body as your home. So you have the home you live in, but your body is the vessel that carries you at your truest, your soul self around with you all the time. So how secure are you feeling in that vessel? And do some work around that, some shadow work. Maybe think on it. Move your body in a new and exciting way. Have a dance party with yourself. Get out there, shake things up, and really get in touch with you at the physical level and you at that inner level. All right. Those are some things that you can do at the Cancer New Moon, no matter what sign um, your moon is in, whether you're a Cancer Sun, whatever. Those are just some great ideas. All right. We still have two more parts of this this shindig. I'm going to go through and pull a card for each house of the natal chart. 
And then I'm also going to walk you through a tarot spread that we have. You can find it on our blog and over in our app. That's right. Head to the app store, wherever you do apps. There's also a desktop version. You can go to the sistersenchanted.com forward slash app, and you can access it right from your favorite internet browser as well. So you don't have to download the app, but we do have a folder full of tarot spreads on there and our Cancer and New Moon tarot spread is also in there. So you can find it on our blog or over at the app. And I'm going to talk through that at the end of this as well. And if you're watching on YouTube, I'll try to hold it up so you can see it. I don't know. It's on my phone. (laughs) How it's going to go. Okay. Now when we are, when I'm pulling these cards, I want you to consider on your birth chart where cancer is for you uh, and what's what's in cancer on your birth chart. So for me, cancer is my rising sign and it rules my first house. Um, And that's the house of self. It's like my expression in the world, my, the things everybody can see about me, you know, the Sarah that I walk around with is cancer. Uh, And that makes a lot of sense for me because I am very emotional and can be very crabby. And my favorite way to travel is via RV and carry my house on the road. (laughs) I despise any other kind of travel pretty much. (laughs) So cancer rising through and through over here. All right. So look at where cancer is for you. You'll see what house it's in and if you have any planets in there. Now you might not have any planets uh, in cancer and that's perfectly fine. There's nothing broken about you, but the house that it's in is going to be super, uh, is going to be super relevant still because that's the area of your life that it's impacting. There's a, this common misbelief that because there's not planets in the sign in your birth chart, that you're somehow lacking that, that piece of you. And that's not the case. It still impacts that part of your life, whatever that house is. So for me, that's my first house. Uh, And that might be different for you. And we've got uh, lots of workshops and things if you check out our blog and past YouTube videos that can help you understand astrology a little bit better. So for those of you who've got a cancer first house, firstly, uh, huzzah, I'm right there with you. And that this is a fiery house. It's traditionally associated with Aries. Think of what happens when when fire meets water, right? You can get kind of boily and dry up eventually. All right, so that first house cancer, if that is you, let's see what we got here. The death card, that's me. Y'all, we got death. <laughs> uh, change, this is a perfect time for change for uh, the, the cancer first housers out there. Putting an end to the stuff that's just not working for you and making space for things that will. So look around your house, cancer first house housers. <laughs> I'm making up terms. Um, what do you what are you carrying around with you that you do not need to be carrying around with you? Set that down, make space, and specifically looking at your you in your truest form. So what are you carrying around in yourself, right? What are you carrying around in you? Stories about yourself, expressions of yourself that are just not working for you and don't need to be there. Oh my goodness, so much in my mind already. If you're cancer first house, what are you carrying around within yourself that does not need to be there? What stories are you holding on to? What chips on your shoulder? How can we let that go during this lunar cycle? All right. Second house cancers. That's uh, our house of like um, money, values, routines, uh, monetary, like uh, all your physical possessions typically associated with that Taurus energy. All right. If you're a second house cancer, you know someone who is. The two of wands, the two of wands for you. If you're watching this on YouTube, this is the modern witch tarot that I'm holding up here. 
the two of wands if you are a second house cancer. So, you know, with the two of wands, we have that uh, that opportunity and passion. So really, I would ask yourself right now in terms of this cancer, this cancer new moon and looking at this sort of nurturing energy, how can you nurture your passions so that they're in alignment or that your work life, your work life, your material goods, um, like where you're spending your time and money, how can that be in alignment with what you're passionate about and how can you nurture that? How can you nurture that and make that be more present in your life with this cancer energy? All right. Set an intention around it. Yo. Okay. <laughs> the house three, that's our house of siblings, generosity, communication. It's typically ruled by Gemini, but if yours is cancer, house three, the emperor. That's interesting because I, you know, the, the emperor to me, that's not very Gemini or very, uh, or very cancer for that matter. And I think that when we think of cancer as being so so nurturing with the cancer new moon, if your cancer is in house three, uh, I would be really try to be in control of your communication right now. How can you nurture, how can you nurture yourself and those around you through communication? Like what would be what needs to be nurtured there? You know, are you being nurturing or are you pinching like the crab? Ask yourself that. And then be in control of it. That's that emperor energy is uh, being in charge of your ability to nurture uh, and maybe pinch when you need to. Maybe you've not been pinching enough. Something to think about there. All right. If your cancer is in house four, if you've got cancer in house four, that's our. That's where cancer is at home. Actually, that's the the house that it traditionally rules over, home, um, family matters, mother type stuff, nurturing figure type stuff. If you're a house for cancer, um, then this moon is really feeling pretty at home for you, I would think. Uh, and we have judgment here, judgment. So I think the thing about this nurturing energy of cancer and this sort of when we think about the nurturer, that's somebody that typically holds themselves to a very high standard, right? Like they want to take care of everybody. It might feel really bad when they don't. So when you are considering your home, your family, if you have cancer in house four, remember you're only judging yourself. You're only holding yourself up to that standard. Like that's not for anybody else to judge. So set an intention here to, to hold yourself and remember you're your worst critic. You're the only one judging yourself. And nurture yourself in this home space. Um, it doesn't have to be about other people and supporting everybody else. All right. If you're a house five cancer, that's a, a house of fun, laughter, creativity, romance. <laughs> All of this fun. It could be like gambling. It could be a, a little dicey there. But it's like a fun sort of house uh, typically associated with Leo so you got some of that water and fire going on again there if your fifth house is in Cancer. Um, the Seven of Cups. The Seven of Cups. I feel like it, if you are a fifth house Cancer, maybe feeling like there's so many opportunities to nurture fun and creativity <laughs> right now. Maybe set the intention to consider all the options and really just be open to seeing new opportunities that you haven't seen before and like nurture nurture the idea that that you don't you don't know all the options and allow some new fun things to come to you especially if you're feeling like you're in a rut 
Okay, because you might be feeling like you're in a rut too with that water putting out that fire. Anyway, I digress. House six, if your cancer is in house six, that is the house of health, service, um, jobs that are in service to other people, typically a Virgo sort of house. Uh, So if your cancer is in house six, let's see what we got for you here. We've got the seven of wands, the seven of wands. Um, And you know what? That's like that feeling of of fighting, right? Uh, And when you're really passionate and you throw yourself into something and then it's overwhelming and you feel like you're fighting to just stay afloat, you know, with that cancer in health and service house of six, you might be fighting the good fight to nurture yourself because you're so busy serving other people and trying to nurture that. So with the new moon, ask, ask how you're doing. If you serve a lot of other people in, in your job or just really take care of others and you're a cancer, you're house six cancer, um, consider, consider how you're doing. How are you? How are you? <laughs> and nurture yourself right now uh, with this cancer new moon. All right, we're halfway there. House seven, marriage contracts, um, typically a Libra energy house. And uh, uh, yeah, so my husband's, a, he's a house seven cancer. Not that anybody really needs to know that. Um, <laughs> marriage and contracts, contractual relationships, house seven. If your cancer is there, 10 of wands can feel really heavy. Can feel, And that's that nurturing energy. Maybe you feel like you're nurturing, every, nurturing everybody in those contractual relationships. And again, the new moon, you're carrying that on your back. Nurture yourself. Set the intention to say, how am I nurturing everybody else in these contractual relationships Uh, Maybe that's at work. Maybe it's employees or people that you hire to do things around the house or, um, you know, a partner, somebody that you are contractually obligated to. How can you take care of yourself there if it feels really heavy, like the 10 of wands and you're just carrying that around for everybody else? All right. House eight, uh, death, sex and taxes, other people's money. (laughs) Uh, So this can be like... um, yeah, death, sex, and taxes. It's a Scorpio energy house. If your cancer is there, that's water on water. And think of like the pinching crab and the stinging scorpion. There's a lot of emotion going on there that could happen. Uh, so let's look at what is, what's going on for you there. The nine of cups, more water. <laughs> more water added to this watery pit in the house, house eight, if you're a house eight cancer. Uh, what I would consider for you with the nine of cups here is maybe just like nurture yourself and set an intention at this new moon to release into that emotional energy. So whatever, if you've been really holding on to some stuff, some emotions, like holding back the tears around maybe resentments towards people in the death, sex, and taxes area and other people's money, that could be inheritances, um, that could be money that you earn doing a a job if you're self-employed. Uh, it can be money from relationships. If you have a partner who works and you don't, or you work and they don't. So any of these these emotions, if you've been holding something back, nurture yourself by letting it out at this this during this lunar cycle. Just lean into it. All right. House nine is travel, learning, expansion, typically ruled by our friend Sagittarius. Sagittarius is my best friend forever. Um, but if your cancer is in house nine, You've got that watery, nurturing energy there. The devil, the devil. Now, what I love about this is this, uh, remember that the 
cancer carries can carry their home on their back. And I talked about you as being your own home. So think to yourself about if you're a cancer house nine, your intentions around expanding yourself, whether it's learning, travel, getting out there, and where are you maybe holding yourself back or making choices that aren't the best for you, but you're putting like a guise on them like they are. Because that Sagittarius energy is very adventurous. And where do you need to retreat a little bit and just regroup and reconsider your ability to kind of keep up? And if you are just traveling, learning, like buying another book, you know, booking another vacation, like to avoid and retreat, or if it's really for expansiveness. So open yourself up to that, this lunar cycle. All right. House 10 is your career house, house of achievements, can also be the house of a father figure or authoritarian in your life, uh, and typically a Capricorn house. Uh, Cancer and Capricorn are not the same at all. (laughs) So if you have Cancer in that 10th house, um, there is that authority sort of energy underlying there, and that's not going to feel great for you maybe. Uh, So I have the chariot the chariot here. Remember that you get to decide, you get to decide how you're going to feel. You get to decide if you want to live in that standard uh, sort of I'm in charge mentality at the workplace, like must abide by strict regulations and sort of old fashioned viewpoints, or if you want to be more nurturing and caring and change things up, you get to choose that. And with the Cancer New Moon, if you are a Cancer a 10th house person, maybe consider that for yourself with your intention setting. How can you be more intentional about whatever your career is, whether that's a stay-at-home parent or you're the CEO of a gigantic business, whatever that is, how can you be more intentional about living by your values and how you feel um, the world should be in that area? All right, two more. House 11 is the house of friends, belonging, groups. It's typically an Aquarius sort of house. If you have cancer there, that's like it's interesting to me because cancer wants to retreat sometimes, but this is like being out with friends, belonging in groups. You see just a group of crabs like trying to scuttle around each other. <laughs> that's what I'm seeing in my mind anyway. <laughs> Deep thoughts I'm having. I have the six of wands here. And how perfect is that? Because In the Six of Wands, the figure is riding up on a horse above the others. So in that house of belonging, you know, I think that with cancer, with a cancer new moon energy, set the intention for yourself to perhaps release some some, um, pressure on yourself to belong. Like you are who you are and you, it's okay if you're a little bit different from the rest of the crowd, right? And your friendships that you have will be meaningful and they will appreciate you for who you are. So if you're a Cancer House 11, maybe your intention for this lunar cycle is to uh, retreat and maybe take some time from your friend groups or just retreat a little bit to kind of consider who you're spending time with and if those relationships feel nurturing to you or like you just want to pinch somebody and then make choices accordingly. All right. If you're a 12th house cancer, if you're a 12th house cancer, um, that's like your hidden away emotional self. It's everything deep, 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 dark below the surface. It's a watery house in and of itself. So let's see. I got a oh, knight of pentacles. That's interesting. Just jumped out at me. 
Slow and steady, slow and steady. So a 12th house cancer, that can be super overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> super overwhelming because that house is typically it's aligned with Pisces, which is an emo a very emotional sort of taking on the emotions of others. And then this cancer wants to nurture everybody else. So if you're a 12th house cancer, that can feel overwhelming. And the Knight of Pentacles, that's that slow and steady sort of energy. Steady yourself, slow and steady. You don't have to be like the scorpion singing people. You don't have to be like the crab pinching people. Just take your time. Take your time in emotional situations. If that means to step back, step back. If that means to just be alone, be alone. If that means to seek support, seek support. But slow and steady. And don't rush into being the person who is taking care of everybody else when you need to take care of yourself. So an intention for you during this lunar cycle could be to tend to your emotional body, your, your shadow work, your shadow side, your shadow stuff. That'd be a great intention for a 12th house cancer right now. All right, we ran through those all pretty quick. Uh, remember, you can always ask us questions over in our Expedition to Soul Facebook group or join us in one of our classes, Tarot Throwdown. You can join us in there. That's open for registration. It's awesome. Speaking of tarot, we have a Cancer New Moon spread. It's on our blog and in our app. And some of the questions, if you're on YouTube, I'm holding it up for you right now on my phone via the app. Uh, and the questions that we have for the tarot spread where am I lacking self-care at this time? So you notice when I was going through the houses, I talked a lot about nurturing oneself in those areas. Another question, how can I support myself better, right? You need to nurture yourself. Where am I lacking boundaries? And what boundary can I establish that will aid in my self-care? So whatever house cancer's in for you at this new moon, take care of yourself. We all need to take care of ourselves a little bit more. All right, everyone, that's some Cancer New Moon for you. Thanks for listening in to my long solo episode. Uh, some things happening here at the Sisters Enchanted. You can download our app, thesistersenchanted.com forward slash app. We've got some bonus freebies in there. You can listen to the podcast in there, uh, tarot spreads, all sorts of good stuff on Fridays. Our astro forecast, we got a short astrology forecast. You'll be able to find that on all of our social media channels. And check that out with some bonus notes over in the app as well. Uh, and Tarot Throwdown, we have that open for registration. We've had over, we've had like 5,000 people take Tarot Throwdown. It's an amazing tarot learning experience. And, you know, to really with cancer season here, taking care of yourself is of utmost importance. And one of the ways we can do that is really learn to listen to our intuition and do that through a tarot practice. So if you're a holistic witchery student, I hope you are enjoying orientation and getting excited for the moon unit we're about to roll into. And if you're not, consider joining us in Tarot Throwdown because there's tons of prompts in there that you can use to do some of the things we've been talking about. There's a little shadow work uh, exercise in there storytelling, which is amazing for shadow work, all sorts of good stuff. And you can find that at tarotthrowdown.com. All right, everyone. Thank you. Happy new moon. And until next time, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead.